0: Like, if anybody listening to this has listened to like true crime podcasts, some of the more popular ones talk about their If I Go Missing file. Uh, (laughs) This is kind of like that, except for real estate. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the North Carolina Real Estate Show. I am Tiffany Weber. I'm a real estate attorney in Mooresville, North Carolina, and now Huntersville, North Carolina. We have two offices of Thomas and How long is it
1: gonna take you to change your phrase of what you say? Is it gonna be challenging?
0: It's going to be very difficult because I've been saying the same thing for five years now.
1: Yeah. A few hundred videos. Probably a few thousand.
0: Yes. So it you know, give me at least another fifty videos to remember that we have a second office.
1: Might have another one by then. Who knows? (laughs) By
0: the time I remember we might have another one, yeah. Speaking of, the Huntersville office, we're recording this on August 1st. Yesterday, July 31st, was my birthday. Com- Happy
1: 40th. <laughs> You're not 40.
0: I'm not 40. 45. Yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, but coincidentally, also our first closing in the new office. And How'd it feel?
1: You did it, too. You it You did, got a yeah. birthday
0: present. I got a birthday present and got to do the first closing in the Huntersville office, and it felt great. It was a nice birthday present. The best present I could have hoped for is to have that first closing in the new office that we're just really pumped to get people in there. Well, today we are talking about how do I say this that doesn't in a way that doesn't sound morbid. I don't know that there is one. So, let's just peel off, rip off the band-aid. If you are a real estate investor, what can you have organized um, in the event if you pass away or you become incapacitated? And someone you love is going to have to step in and handle everything. Otherwise, you could also look at this from if you are someone who has recently inherited investment properties and you need to know, what do I even need to be looking at? You could, this could also be helpful for you. And
1: and how is this helpful for real estate agents? It's you probably have a client or two that you've spoken to that is an investor. And now you can kind of be the be the smartest person in the room and say, do you have X, Y, Z in place? to Mm -hmm. help you just in case crazy situations happen
0: or you get contacted by a seller who said i just inherited all of these investment properties from my dad what do i even need to be looking for Mm -hmm. i can't you know i don't want to keep all these what what do you need this is really kind of the not all-inclusive but your checklist of what do i need to have organized here One of the things that inspired me to talk about this is, you know, we talk about Ben Thomas a lot on the podcast. We will and probably till the end of time, as long as this law firm is a thing. And one thing that he always impressed upon me was to have, he called it a death plan. That's, it sounds way worse than it is, Um, but that's what he called it. But it was really his, if something happens to me, this is the snapshot of what what needs to happen. And this is what my family needs to know. Um, And it was kind of like he said, I've got one, you need to know where it is, I'm going to go over it with you periodically, because if my family needs to help finding something, or help getting something done, I want you to know how to do that. And he told me, you need to make one, I know you're, you know, you're young, but that doesn't mean anything. If something happens to you, I need to be able to help Ryan figure out all your stuff. So this is kind of part of that of having your plan together. The and it's not
1: an estate plan. This know. is this is more of a, a Word document that's written out of like, did you know we had these properties? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how you get mm-hmm. into these properties. Here's where the keys are. This is who's managing, the, you know, yeah. stuff like that.
0: And I find myself in the position of consulting with um, people whose spouses have passed unexpectedly and they find themselves with a lot of uh, properties and what do they do now mm-hmm. So this is kind of an effort to you know anyone who may find themselves in that situation or someone who doesn't want their loved one to be overwhelmed any more than is necessary because
1: um, I mean if this is what that person did, I mean you could be inheriting 50 plus properties mm-hmm. that you have no idea that you you just you you weren't involved with it. Mm-hmm. And so if you're inheriting 50 properties overnight, that you have mm-hmm. no idea what to do. It's a very in-depth, problematic thing that could be, and, and as you could tell, it could be very overwhelming.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, so that's kind of what the point of today's podcast, video, whatever we're doing here is. And I think about it, like if anybody listening to this has listened to like true crime podcasts, some of the more popular ones talk about their if I go missing file. So like... Here, here's my routine, here's um, how you get into my phone, how you do all the, all, how how will you find me if I were to go missing? Uh, it, this is kind of like that, except for real estate. So I'm just going to go through this list that I've written. And it, it, like I said, it's not everything, and it doesn't have to be like I print all of this stuff out and put it in a notebook, though it very well may be. It could be if you are a paper person or the person that you that will be inheriting all of this stuff is a paper person. You want to put it in a form that they can find and they're gonna know where to look for it. If if you're a digital person, you know, you maybe keep all of this digitally. Um, maybe you do both. But these are the things that I would recommend having organized. And first, it's kind of a summary sheet. Here's a list of my properties and the addresses. And I think this is a good place to also list the purchase price. Uh, this is relevant for your accountant and for any estate administration attorneys that are going to be helping your loved ones.
1: And date, purchase price, and date you purchased. Yes, and
0: date you purchased it. And that's kind of like your all right, here's everything I got. Hashtag law. <laughs> Not a real lawyer, but that was very <laughs> helpful. Uh, so, you know, kind of your summary sheet starting there listing all the properties. This is kind of how you can look in one place and see what what do I even have? Someone who has a lot of properties, I mean, if you got 50 plus properties, you're <laughs> maybe you have a photographic memory, but most people are not going to be able to rattle off all 50 addresses when you bought them, what you bought them for. So that's an easy way to go and find that. And then with that, copies of the deeds when you purchased so that you can easily get to the deed book and page, legal description, who you bought it from, all of those relevant things. That can be digital. Yes, you can go get it at the Register of Deeds, but do you really wanna have to do that every time? Just pull it down, save it in a file somewhere so that you can get to the copy of the deed for that property. Uh, I recommend you have copies of closing statements when you bought. And this is, again, it could be to show, you know, one, what you paid for it. Say you didn't list your purchase price on your summary sheet or you don't have a summary sheet. At least there's a way for, people to figure out what you paid for it when you did and any costs you had associated with the property. Yeah, I
1: think that's the one that I'm thinking of is like, your co- like what are the monthly transactions that come for that property? Like the mortgage, who's it with? Where's mm-hmm. that account? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a property management company, who is that? What's the percentage you're paying them? Who's the, like, how do you get paid from that? Mm-hmm. You know, like all of the The little details like landscaping crew, here's their phone number, here's how much we pay because you also need to know how much you pay them because Mm -hmm. if you call them and, you know, this person was giving, you know, the deceased party a deal and then you call them like, oh, yeah, it's $400 a month. It's like you've been paying $100 a month and now you're all of a sudden not making money on this property, then it doesn't, you know, there's a lot of little things. So the more detailed you can get, the better.
0: Well, folks, that is the podcast where <laughs> I just went through my list. I'm kidding. There's um, there's a few other things, but those are all things that were on my list. Mm. Let's go ahead. Let's get into those things that you talked about. In addition to that, copies of the leases. Mm. So who are your tenants? How much do they pay? When do their terms renew? Do the Does the rent escalate on a certain period? And if so, how much? you know, th- that's what the copies of the leases will do. Perhaps you have an abstract of that or a summary sheet of that where you can just look at it really quickly without having to uh, read the name, lease every contact, time. Name, contact
1: information, and lease information.
0: Yeah, but at minimum, have copies of the leases in there. The rent roll of uh, who's paid through what date, is anybody delinquent, those types of things. Um, and then all of the things that you said, is there a management company, what do they get paid, what are the service providers that the landlord's responsible for paying, and how much do you pay them? But going back a little bit, even to more basics, the organizational documents of the entity. If you don't own these properties in your individual name, which a lot of investors do not, we've, we've talked in other episodes about why you do that or don't do that. So I'm not going to get into that here. But for the purpose of this discussion, I'm just going to assume you own your, your rental properties in a limited liability company. In that case, you're going to want to have copies of your articles of organization, uh, your operating agreement and any amendments to the operating agreement and copies of any resolutions you've signed for the LLC. Your operating agreement is really the, it's the document that says how the company works, who is a member, how much did they pay to get in, how do they get out, what happens if one of the members passes away. A lot of people, there they lack an operating agreement because they don't think they need it, but if you're going to borrow money, if you're going to sell the property someday, if you're going to get a bank account, you need an operating agreement. So have copies of that in wherever, digitally or paper, whatever you're doing, uh, have a copy of those organizational doc- Loan documents. If you got a loan when you purchased the investment property, if not paid off, your your people are going to need to know how much do you pay, to whom, what's the interest rate, um, how do I send in the payments, so a loan statement or something from the loan so that these your people can figure out the lay of the land. Banking info, same thing. What accounts are these paid out of? How do I get to them? What bank are they at? Where are the account numbers? What's the balance? Insurance, copies of insurance policies for all the properties, any umbrella policy you have. Um, and now that I'm looking at my list, you said everything else. Nice. Do you think I'm missing something? Um,
1: Not off the top of my head, but I do think, you know, as we're, going through this stuff, this would be a great thing that we can provide for real estate agents and investors, which I would like to get to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, not super soon cause we've got a second office that I'm working on, but within the next month I would like to put together this checklist for people. Um, mm-hmm. so we can give it out for agents to be able to hand out and say, if you're a real estate investor, you should have these pieces of information in place um, we can do it digital, and it can be printed mm-hmm.
0: out. So. I love that.
1: Ben had this. He yeah. had it just written in a Word document. And if it would have been a little more concise...
0: Well, he had a lot going on. So it was more right. than Right. He had a lot property. going on. But
1: if each property had just this snapshot mm-hmm. that was laid out, like, loan... Mm-hmm. You know, landscaping, bubble, all of the things really, we just said. Really what we should do,
0: Ryan, is we're going to make it for ourselves and we'll redact our personal information and share what, yeah. you know, share what it is. But so.
1: we'll, we'll create this so like each property can have its own checklist so you can give it to somebody where they could then um, either print it out and fill it in or just save it on their computer. Mm-hmm. Because I think this is very, very valuable for You know, real Mm -hmm. estate investors, but I think as a real estate agent, if you're talking to somebody that you know is going into real estate investing, if you can provide this to them right off the start, they Mm -hmm. now trust you even more to be their real estate agent because Mm -hmm. you're giving them something that they didn't think about or Mm -hmm. they didn't have as comprehensive as what this is.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this episode today.
1: You're welcome so much.
0: You are my favorite guest. Don't tell...
1: I'm your only guest.
0: No, don't tell Erica and Megan. That you're my favorite guest I you kind of have to be you know on account of marriage um, or
1: I just wouldn't let you use my equipment
0: <laughs> or, yeah that would be kind of awkward yeah <laughs> uh, but I do <laughs> good appreciate, luck
1: recording your podcast without a podcast equipment
0: very true <laughs> uh, but I do appreciate your time and joining me today and you brought some extra things that you did mention some things that I didn't have on my list so you you brought the heat today
1: <laughs> fire yeah Lego
0: yes um well that is it for this episode. Uh, Hopefully you learned something or even if you didn't learn something, you thought of it in a different way to help your clients. Or if you are an investor, you're like, oh, I need to get my basically my if I go missing file together. And we will catch you guys in the next episode of the North Carolina Real Estate Show.